0: It's Thursday on the Daily Wrestling News Show, and you know what that means. John DeConte has collected up a pile of juicy rumors for us to sort through in Segment 1, and we have a couple of good ones. What's Bo Dallas looking up, and what are the future plans for the Hurt Business? I'm Ryan Joy, and I run minutesdevelopetime.com, a website and database tracking pro wrestling around the world. On today's show, we're talking through all of those rumors in Segment 1, including the one that Drew McIntyre starred himself about a potential match with Walter. The curator of rumors, John DeCurry, is in the house. We have headlines in the last 24 hours, including what will be enormous week for AEW next week. And this is the Daily Wrestling News Show for September 16th, 2021, where we sort through all the bullshit in wrestling news to find you the truth. Time to talk about some rumors. We've got a whole pile of them, and then once we're done with rumors, we'll do a commercial. and We come back, and we've got my God, what are they doing in Queens, New York, next week for AEW? It's like a pay-per-view night, and then we have two two-hour blocks of television that come out of that. So, nah. for all those close to twenty thousand people that have bought tickets to see AEW's Grand Slam next week, they're going to get their money's worth. Oh yeah, going to be a heck of a show. We're a
1: heck of a couple shows it looks like yeah all right well, let's dig into the rumors all righty right off the bat in the aftermath of uh nxt 2.0's debut mandy rose has a click yeah
0: digital exclusive after nxt went off the air they were they were referred to as toxic attraction that's what they're they're nice. known for and you got one has to think that you know you got a you got a, a Trio there. Two of them are gonna peel off and go for the tag titles. And one of them you think must be eyeing up the the big belt. No rumor there. They're toxic attraction, and I'm sure they're
1: gunning down belts. There you go. All right, these next two kind of roll together. So big E's been, you know, congratulations, Big E. A lot of cameras and microphones have been in his face since winning the world title. He's already got an idea for a feud for more than just himself going forward. And attached to that, after Big E won the title, MVP went on social media, posted a picture of himself with an old friend. There's even a rumor of possibly a new friend. What do you got?
0: MVP posted a picture of him and Shelton Benjamin on an airplane. I don't know if they booked this flight to go somewhere together or if they just happened to be seated next to each other, but in know the event, that's where those kind of rumors pick up off of, of the old friend. And, you know, I think his caption was something along the lines of discussing business with an old friend. So maybe the Hurt Business get back together. Cedric Alexander not included in that picture, but he was included in the comments of that picture. So, so you have that. And then you've got the idea of maybe Keith Lee joining the Hurt Business. All the, a lot of Hurt Business talk lately, but you know, a lot of, a lot of I can't find a lot of confirmation on Keith Lee joining the Hurt Business, but it makes sense when I think about what we heard about Keith Lee last week. It, it's funny, Ringside News ran that story about Keith Lee joining, getting managed by Adam Cole. Like That was the idea for Adam Cole. And I said on the show last week that I, I thought that was nonsense. Well, after I said that, Dave Meltzer had confirmed what Ringside News had said and since then Adam Cole has said well it wasn't ever pitched to me so who knows what the deal is there but you could it kind of makes sense that WWE would go that route but throw all that aside if they think that Keith Lee needs a mouthpiece MVP is exactly that that's what he's there for for Lashley you know if if you know if the Adam Cole thing didn't work out or that wasn't really the plan you know MVP is there as well. So that that kind of makes sense that maybe they would do that. So maybe Keith Lee, maybe Shelton Benjamin get on board with with the Herc business. And Bobby Lashley had the whole Herc business all together right up until he won the championship. And that's when he said, and that's when the storyline said, okay, we don't need these other guys anymore. Well, he doesn't have the championship anymore. So let's get the band back together so we can get the championship back and then we can turn on each other again.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> but hey, I think for you know, if they bring Keith Lee in, it's all about the breakup later. So, you know, right.
1: that's that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'll lead to a hell of a match between Bobby and Keith somewhere down the line, I'm sure. Yeah, Al saying that Keith Lee would
0: be a great sub in for MVP in the tag title match against RK Row. That would be really
1: pulling the wool over their eyes. Oof. Yeah, that would be uh wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'd be a heck of a duo. Okay, moving along. Smojo Joe vacating the NXT title, unfortunately. But any new rumblings Do we know when or if we'll see Joe down the line? Samoa Joe's a weird case, and I think will, the whole thing is
0: weird, right? Like when Smojo Joe went on Twitter and he said, you know, for certain medical reasons, blah, blah, blah not a lot of people had a lot of information about Samoa Joe and what was going on with him and whether it was an injury from the cross match or it was a COVID thing or, or whatever. There wasn't much out there. It's kind of a weird, there's just some weirdness to that situation. Dave Meltzer reported that Samoa Joe, when he resigned, he actually resigned in more of like a off office or administrative type role. And then of course, they couldn't resist the urge of throwing him right in the in to be a wrestler. So, so you know the thing about it is, you have all this weirdness and nobody knows it from anything. So there is probably something going on, right? <laughs> like if when there is when there is when nobody knows what's going on, somebody's probably hiding something, but we just don't know what it is. He was, I you know, Fightful had reported in the week leading up to the the Monday Night Raw where Big E cashed in. Fightful had been reporting that Samoa Joe was going to be on that show, presumably to promote the NXT 2.0 launch the next night.
1: And now obviously all the things that happened that didn't work out. So when the script got ripped up for the fifth time, he didn't make it to the sixth uh, draft. Exactly. (laughs) You know, the funny thing though, is that that raw,
0: while the script was, you know, redone many, many times, it was locked in a lot sooner than most RAWs. That script, that they, they knew what was going to happen with that RAW, you know, a couple of days in advance, as opposed to you know, last minute. They had broken class and addressed that early.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Drew McIntyre started his own his very own Rovers. he's already yeah, got the, uh, the NXT 2.0 gave him some ideas. If you if you go look at Drew McIntyre's Twitter feed.
0: You can see that he was watching NXT 2.0 and he was tweeting the whole time. He made some really weird comments during the wedding segments. He, so he tweeted out throughout the whole thing. And I guess during the Imperium segment, he thought, oh, I should wrestle Walter since I'm going over to the UK. So here's the, here's the, the good and the bad about that. It's a really cool idea. Walter versus McIntyre. I think we'd all love to see that, especially on UK soil. But the whole UK tour, there's no television there. So they're so even if they decide to 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 do that, we're probably not going to see it unless it's some exclusive YouTube special, Uh, something like that.
1: (laughs) Boo. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Once again, uh, social media strikes. Page is teasing us. What do you know? I have no idea what Page is doing. (laughs)
0: Like so. So what were her tweets Were I'm not done yet. And then January. So I, and you know, she long, long ago changed her handle to her real first name and we haven't seen her on any WWE anything really in a long, long time. So I, I, I don't really know, but they've chosen to pay her sit at home as opposed to be on the open market. So it's funny when you look at the Samoa Joe who went in what years basically <laughs> Or at least one year and a half being not cleared by the WWE main roster. And you got Daniel Bryan and you got Edge, all these guys who for years were not cleared to compete. And then all of a sudden were cleared to compete. What's going on with Paige?
1: You know? Yeah. Yeah. We, you know, we'd love to see her back, but you know, she can get wacky, you know, w- one way or another when, when she decides to. Yeah. Pull yeah. around on social media. Okay, so the Gargano's, uh, little leaks about their contract status. Yeah, Johnny Gargano, uh,
0: reported by Fightful, Johnny Gargano's contract is up December 3rd of this year. Now, Candice does not match his, his contract. She's not up until sometime next year, 2022. At this time, she has not been extended because of her pregnancy. You know, often WWE will freeze the contract and add time on at the end for injuries, not saying pregnancy is an injury, but it's, you know, she's would be out of action. Right. Apparently Candace has insisted on remaining on television as long as feasible, given, you know, everything that's going on. So at this point, they have not done an, any extension on her contract. Maybe that will happen depending on, you know, what
1: we see down the road. All righty. Okay. Vinnie Mack. Maybe a new pet project in NXT 2.0. Yeah, we knew he was going to get involved, right? And it's it's funny because, let's see, Wrestling News
0: Co. Exclusively reported in April of 2020 that Von Wagner was a star in the eyes of Vince McMahon, you know, a future star that was going to take a long time to get ready. Isn't that kind of funny that with the NXT 2.0 relaunch where we hear that Vince McMahon has some pull and Kevin Dunn's there and all this stuff's happening that he gets thrust straight into the main, you know, the main event. So match. Sure. Yeah. I'd say, hey, on this one where there's smoke, there's fire. That's probably all true. Vince probably sees a lot in this guy. It's, it's weird because when you look at the other guys, Rick Snyder Jr. there, Braun Breaker, he looks to be more promising, right? Like he, he looks like they're putting a lot of energy behind him. So we'll
1: see. And then, yeah. Oh, geez. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I would not be surprised to see uh, a Breaker get a title shot know, next week. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Okay. Okay. So, yeah. You know, we've been waiting a long time since these releases. The Iconics have a huge announcement and it's the, them singing. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're more to it though.
0: So their new name, the Iconics, their, their new name is going to be the inspiration. And that's inspiration with two eyes, because naturally, and the soul, they recorded a song with Harley Cameron and it's called the inspiration and it comes out October 20th to me, maybe this is their new theme music for wherever
1: they show up or whatever they do. So, but the yeah, song is I guess. Yeah. It, it makes. Total sense that that would be their theme music and they'd be doing a you know an HBK thing singing themselves to the rank. But then, you ju- if you just look at it in a vacuum, can you imagine Billy K's voice singing? <laughs> oh,
0: I'm sure it would be better or worse than Sherry. let <laughs> Sherry, God rest her soul. <laughs>
1: okay, uh, moving along, we saw Hedge. Take a beating from Seth Rollins, he may, maybe not, but very well, maybe off TV for a while. But we're—I'm sure we're not done with him. he'll Maybe come back at Seth, but he's got plans for somebody else somewhere down the line that he'd love to share the ring. Yeah,
0: he said in an interview recently with about Sammy Zayn. He's—he said that he'd love to, to work with him, and and he'd love to have the match be in Toronto. And he—we wanted to keep it really simple. So to me, it sounds like, hey, you know, I'd love to have a, like a one-off on SmackDown, you know one of those things where in the first segment they come out and one's got one color, one Jersey on, one's got the other Jersey on. And you know, that leads to a match later in the night. So that's, that's kind of what I read it to it. I think he wants to have at least a one, one match with Sammy Zane, really
1: simple pop the crowd. Yeah, exactly. Pop the crowds with a couple of hockey jerseys and away we go. Sure. Yeah. All right. Bo Dallas also played around on social media looking pretty good. And he's dropping little hints here and there. So what did he say? Exactly. He said something's
0: cooking or something, right? Right. Like that. And he, you know, he's got his little champ aprons on or whatever. And so everybody looks at that and they're like, oh, he must be coming back really soon. And you know, that could be true. And maybe he's going to come back with Ray Wyatt, you know, at the end of September, Rochester. Here's, here's maybe something else that just when I saw the picture it triggered in my mind, WWE Network, back when we had that back pre-peacock days, PP, they, they did a special a short run. I think it was like two or three episodes of something called Kitchen Smackdown. And it was hosted by Bo Dallas and it was a competitive cooking show. Oh, geez. so So when I saw the picture of something, he's cooking something up. It makes me think that he has a passion for that kind of stuff. That's the first thing I thought of. Now, I could be totally off base, but there is that. And then everybody else seems to be jumping on the whole idea of him maybe debuting at the same time as Bray Wyatt. And a lot of people are thinking that Bray Wyatt might debut in AEW at Rochester later this month. I think that'd be really cool given the Rochester connection with Brody Lee and the Bray Wyatt connection with Brody Lee. I am hedging by any excitement over that, because Brody did, or I'm sorry, Bray's non-compete is not up until the next month. So WWE wow. had to let him out of that. That has happened. Andrade got let out of his 90 days. So maybe they would let Bray out as well, you know, for this. So we'll see. All right. So to be continued. Al says the teams are called the Maple Leafs and the Canadians. Although edge is a devil's fan. Okay, fine. <laughs> in the interview, he didn't even say that. He just said Toronto and Montreal. Yeah. Right. wow. Those
1: jerseys. <laughs> yeah. Al's, Al's arts, Al. NHL connection. Okay. Ron Strowman. Rumors are eating up there. Yeah. Yeah. Dave Meltzer reported in
0: the wrestling observer newsletter that Ron Stroman is in talks with impact and nothing has been signed yet. Um, I don't know, maybe. Scott Demore kind of indicated that that too with his Braun for Glory comment. Nobody else has picked this up. I don't know if there's anything to it. With, with what Braun was asking for a single appearance, it doesn't really feel like it would be uh, advantageous for Impact. But maybe Braun Strowman and Impact would really make W. Morrissey look like a small guy, though. You know, that's, yeah, that's what I think of. So,
1: yeah, you you would think maybe they'd uh, put those two right in each other's face. Yeah. To at least put off for just a little bit, Braun wreaking havoc on that entire company. Go
0: yeah. We'll see though. I, you know, I part of me is really interested to see what Braun can do outside of WWE. They you know they've scripted every promo he did. We saw at WrestleMania that he wasn't terribly good without a script. So I'd be interested to see what he does outside the WWE umbrella.
1: Maybe we'll see him at Impact. There you go. All right. And lastly, because we can't get away from it since the Olympics, Gable Steveson. Yeah, before we get there, it's a good thing Kenny Omega's not the champion anymore because
0: if Braun Strowman was running around in impact, I'm not sure Kenny could lift him up into the one-winged angel. Uh, Not (laughs) even with good brother's help, I don't think. (laughs) So Gable Steveson, I, yeah, he, you know, there's a lot of talk about what he's willing to do. He's, he's actually going to finish out his time in, in, in college and everything like that, he's gonna get all his credentials. He's gonna train in the off season or whatever. In in my mind, there is absolutely no chance that we see Gable Stevenson in NXT whatsoever. Sure. Meltzer has talked about I you know they're that they're already planning for this pass the torch moment with Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. I'm sh- you know I'm sure that conversation has probably been had, but. I think we're going to wait, see what he looks like in the Rick. Cause if he ends up being a complete bust, I don't think they're going to do that. So huh.
1: wouldn't say so. You wouldn't, you would hope not. <laughs> all right. Is that the end of the list? I think we have sorted.
0: All right. Well, with that said, let's get into our commercial. When we get back, we got all the stuff coming up for tonight and next week with, with AEW. So yes. stick with us. If you love the Daily Wrestling News Show, then I want to tell you how you can support us. First, check out bodyslamclothes.com. You can get a variety of shirts for just $20, and all of them come in the super soft style, and the price you see includes all sizes and shipping. Get 10% off two or more shirts with the promo code SHIRTS10. Go to bodyslamclothes.com right now to check it out. And join Joey Jarzenka, Ian Schreier, and Rob DeLuca on Monday nights for the Primetime Rundown. They take you through the world of sports, and the show kicks off each Monday at 7 p.m. on the Eastern Observer. And each Tuesday, Al Carl hosts the Essential Wrestling Podcast alongside John Smith, myself, John DeCani, and Gary Maheffi. It's another week of updates and highlights in the world of wrestling. Here are our analysis on who we think is going to win the week's matches. Coverage begins at 6 p.m. on the Eastern Observer. And Pro Wrestling Pick'em. It's a place where you can join or host a pick'em league to test your predictive skills in the world of pro wrestling. Create an account and join a league now at prowrestlingpick'em.com so you can play against your friends or play against the universe. And the Body Slam Brigade newsletter, currently going out to over 4,200 people each Friday. It consolidates all the top stories in professional wrestling into a quick-to-read email written by me for you for free. Sign up now at bodyslambrigade.com. And, of course, this show, The Daily Wrestling News Show. We're here every day, Monday through Thursday, and occasionally on Friday. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or watch us live on Facebook and YouTube at 10 a.m. This is The Daily Wrestling News Show, and we thank you for your support. Okay. Back with the headlines portion of the show. So John dark slap, the ring returns tonight with an episode on the infamous plane ride from hell. Yes. Been waiting for this one. Yeah. I don't know if there's been, I mean, uh, there's been a lot of people talking about plane ride from hell for, you know, for years and years and years and years, a lot of interviews, a lot of things like that, but I don't know if we've ever had like a, a documentary on this subject. So this'll, this'll be interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah, the, 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 these are the guys that do it. They, they, you know, wind up talking to some PO. They, they sit down with people and you're like, wow, they got that guy, you know? So they, you got to imagine they're getting just about e- everyone important that's still with us. So, yeah. Much- so picture Brock Lesnar and Kurt Henning in a shoot fight
0: on a private airplane. That's what this show is about. That's one of many things this this show is about. I know they have Jim Ross for this, I'm not sure who else they they have to talk about this subject. Maybe Tommy Dreamer, I think, might be one of the guys. So it should be a really interesting documentary. Impact Wrestling announced the the announced team for Knockouts Knockdown. This is something that always drives my wife crazy when they do an all women's pay per view and they have nothing but dudes doing commentary and stuff like that. And they're like, why don't you just bring in somebody to do this? So. Mickey James and Vita Scott are doing the commentary. Melissa Santos, who just can't get out of the news will be the ring announcer. So there you go. I think, I think Al was mentioning on the show on Monday that Melissa Santos used to do the ring announcing for Lucha underground. It right. hasn't, he hasn't seen her in a while. So there you go. You get to it and you can see her knockouts, knockdown. October 9th or whatever that is. Impact doing it right. Good for them. I thought that we might see Mickey James versus Deanna on this, but they must be saving that for a pound for glory.
1: Yeah, exactly. That was my, my first thought when I saw Mickey was going to be at the desk. I'm like, we should get Mickey in the ring,
0: but okay, that's fine. Yeah. Well, maybe we will, maybe she'll, yeah,
1: something will drag her into the ring and they can have uh Madison sit in for her or something like that. But they're doing the, the monster's ball, right? So she could just stand up in the middle of that, jump in the ring, you know, there you go. So
0: Alright, so I think a huge, a huge episode of Dynamite last night in the sense that they anna- they made major announcements. The The show itself was just the average episode of Dynamite. Good show, nothing wrong with it, but what they lined up for next week is kind of incredible. First of all, they're doing a two-hour rampage, so you got a two-hour Dynamite and a two-hour rampage next week, and man, the lineups for for next week is crazy, so if you're one of the 20,000 people going to Queens, you're getting your money's worth. You're going to see Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson. Non-title, but still, that's a big match. Absolutely. Do you think they're taking some of the shine off of that, though? I thought that would be a pay-per-view, a pay-per-view made. I mean...
1: Yeah, exactly. And they're, you know, they're not the kind of company that's going to, you know, wind up with a DQ ending and, okay, we'll run it back at the pay-per-view, so... Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a good match for one way or another, but it's for it not to be for the title takes a little bit off of it, but maybe we'll just be so hyped up that whole night. Anyway, we'll kind of forget that. Right. CM Punk does his
0: live interview on dynamite. That's ahead of his match against Will Hobbs, powerhouse Hobbs, on rampage on Friday. Malachi black versus the returning Cody Rhodes. He returned last night. John Smith, who is our, our Wednesday host. He hates Cody Rhodes, but he got to see Cody return last night, live in person. he was there with his Cody is trash sign, waving it.
1: <laughs> the minute the spotlight went into the crowd, like, I, I don't know where Smith was sitting, but I was praying that somewhere within the frame, even if he wasn't on the aisles, he was going to be there holding his sign, but <laughs> <I didn't. laughs> we have MJF versus
0: Brian Pillman Jr. And this is Brian Pillman's like chance, right? Like he... If he doesn't have a good showing, he has to have a good showing here, right? This is, you know, the biggest match of his career right here.
1: Yeah. I I believe he'll have a good showing in the ring. It's, I it's, it's when he talks that he falls down a little bit for me because it always seems like there's no, and he doesn't really put a period on the end of his promos. Yeah. Like his promos just kind of end.
0: (laughs) Yeah. He's not the most believable promo, which is, which is weird because the legacy he he is the legacy he's coming off of, right? Brian Pillman was an excellent promo. Yeah. So, we'll we'll see. Give him time. Yeah. Baker will be defending against Ruby Soho AEW Women's World Championship. So another big t- big title match on the card. I gotta imagine Britt's gonna win this though. I don't think Ruby's gonna come in and take her
1: in her first singles match.
0: Second singles yeah. match.
1: Yeah, Ruby's not the one. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be a good match, but yeah. it's not time for the good doctor to lose her belts.
0: FTR versus a Sting match and a Sting match against you know Sting and Darby Allen versus FTR. So here you go. Then rampage. we have Ab Cold, Young Bucks, the Super Click, uh versus Christian Cage and Jurassic Express. Yeah. They always forget about Marco Stunt. Why can't the Jurassic Express just be the Jurassic (laughs) Express? Doesn't quite have the same gravity to it, does it? Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky versus Chris Jericho and Jake Hager. I was, I was, I I thought it was going to be Archer who was going to be responding to Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. But when Jake Hager walked out last night's Dynamite, that made all the sense in the world to me because he's a legit fighter. He's an active
1: fighter. So... Yeah, you know, when they had their segment, their little uh, back and forth there, they kind of made it sound like it was going to be, you know, six, eight, ten man tag. And I, yeah. my mind started going crazy. Oh my god, who from American Top Team is? Are they going to put in the ring there? You know, you got Junior Dos Santos right there. yeah, you know, Jorge Masvidal. Hey, even had the uh, Twelve Gauge Page. I wouldn't mind seeing the uh, Page Van Zant wrestle, but uh, yeah, it's just going to come down to, to the meta of the year and. Jericho and Hager, but uh, you now, that's going to be fantastic too. So yeah. Al says they're saving Cole versus stuff for Volgier. Sure. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> In the match that BJ pavanco will absolutely be using as a bathroom break.
0: He might like that because they, you know, it'll be fair competition. Okay. So two matches that they built up, but didn't announce for next week. Granted Rampage, they only announced three matches and they probably need six right. because they're going two hours. They started building up a John Moxley versus Archer Suzuki. That was big main event angle and everything, but they didn't announce a match. So my guess is that's going to be on rampage next week. And then they've got this Matt Hardy and orange Cassidy hair match that they're building, uh, I suspect it's next week. Maybe they're going to hold off on on that for a while, but
1: you know, we'll see. Yeah, (laughs) Matt Hardy, you know, he could, he could do no wrong, especially on the mic, so.
0: He's going to be losing all his hair. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get to all that, we have Rampage uh, tomorrow night. The Lucha Bros are going to defend the tag titles against Butcher and the Blade. I'm all there for that one. Miro versus Fuego Del Sol and a TNT Championship versus a Hyundai Elantra match. Truly, Fuego did get his first car because that, that is a typical first car. for some- <laughs> Absolutely. Anna J versus Bonnie. Tonight... We have a uh, dark side of the ring. We talked about, but there's also impact has a 10 man tag. Ace Austin Madman Fulton, Brian Myers, Moose, Debbie Morrissey versus Christian cage, Eddie Edwards, Sammy Cannell, and Josh Alexander and Chris Sabin. That'll be the main event. Very explosive drama. King Matt versus Trey, John Skyler versus Laredo kid. John, they moved that from BTI to the main show this
1: week. Yeah. We're getting this one run back. The last match was pretty good. So uh, look for more stuff from them, especially Laredo kid. Yeah,
0: Tree food. TJP versus Petey Williams, crazy Steve and black Taurus versus Violet by design, Johnny Swinger and Hernandez versus Falaba and no way on BTI that'll get you ready for the main show, I guess.
1: <laughs> Any day with the swing man's a good day. Victory road this weekend,
0: Ace, Ace Austin versus Christian cage, Josh Alexander versus Chris Sabin, decay versus Natasha Steeles and Savannah Evans, Moose and Morrissey
1: versus Eddie and Sammy,
0: Finn juice versus Hikaleo and Chris Bay, and probably thirty-eight other matches that they'll announce tonight on Impact.
1: Yeah, a lot a lot's gonna come out of this show, you would think. That's right.
0: NXT UK this afternoon, Dome Dar versus Kenny Williams. Pretty deadly defending the tag titles versus Gallus, Joe and Mark Coffey. So a lot of wrestling between now and the next time this show airs on Monday.
1: Yeah. Oh, and SmackDown's going to air too, but they don't feel like telling us anything's going to happen there. Now they just come off the biggest show they've had all year at bassett Square Garden.
0: Uh, killer show, great show. we Will set you up with nothing for next week. There you go. We love you, WWE. Now it's also it's not the go home for Extreme Rules. That'll be a week from tomorrow. So right. uh, presumably they're going to be doing some more to build up the Becky and Bianca match. And the demon Finn Balor and Roman Reigns match. Yes. Uh, Among whatever else they're going to do. So. All right. Well, with that said, John, did we leave anything off? I think we have hit on all cylinders. All right. Well, for John, I'm Ryan. We will be back on Monday with another episode of the daily wrestling news show. Until then, have a great weekend. Watch some wrestling. There's plenty out there to consume.